When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, welcome in. Winning Cures Everything Friday, April 24th edition of the show. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. And we are a day removed from our live stream of the NFL Draft's first day. Uh, That's right. I, that was a good time last night, man. Had a really good time. I felt it a little bit this morning. <laughs> uh, first time I've been hungover in a while. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we all were, staying, were putting them back. Staying up to about 1 a.m. drinking with my friends. Yep. And waking up at 6 o'clock is not uh, <laughs> not something the old body's getting used to. No, I uh, I agree with you. It was uh, it was a very entertaining evening. If uh, if you did not watch it live, you can still go back YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, uh, Twitch, etc. Three and a half hours, three hours and forty minutes, whatever it was. It was <laughs> long a long show, time. but uh, a lot of good, useful information. A lot of fun reactions to different picks. We made fun of some teams. We uh, applauded some teams. It was uh, it was a good time. It was a good That's time. Right. I uh, I went back and I watched uh, Pat McAfee's reaction to the Jordan Love stuff, which we're going to talk about here in a second. And I got to tell you, the the guys they've got a Green Bay fan on there. Did you watch the video? Yeah, the video you sent us. Oh my god, it was unbelievable, unbelievable. So yeah, it was uh, overall a, a really good night. Nothing you know completely absurd happened. Uh, other than that one pick, but I mean, for the most part, like a lot of people reached, I think, uh, there's still a lot of good players left. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit. Before we do that though, winningcureseverything.com is the website. You can find us on any of your favorite podcast platforms, uh, Spotify, Google podcast, Apple podcast, etc. Leave a nice review. Make sure you are subscribed. If you want to jump in the chat right now on the live stream, that will be up on the uh, well, it's on YouTube, it's on Facebook, it's on Periscope, and it's on Twitch. And you can find us at any of those locations. But uh, but the chat is up there. Anything you say will be tossed up there. So, feel free to jump in. You can be a part of the show. We definitely appreciate the support with you guys jumping in. Uh, it is a good time all the time. We uh, We guarantee it. So, first topic of the day obviously comes from the draft last night. And that would be... Jordan Love to the Packers. Uh, what? So we we got to react to it 
last night in real time. After, after sitting on it for a day, what are your thoughts now, uh, now that you've actually had time to kind of compress, you know, what, what exactly happened? Yeah, that, this was the biggest shocker of the night, I think, for everybody. I don't know that there was another draft pick that was anywhere close yeah. on the out of the blue. Um, if you go back and you listen to uh, the Pat McAfee take on it, in there somewhere, somebody, one of the guys brings up the concept that Rodgers has either said to media or he's been open with the front office that he sees the 18th hole. Yeah. And, and I think if at any point in time you get to in the professional sports world, hinting towards retirement, especially this franchise who dealt with Brett Favre doing that, I think as soon as you see the writing on the wall, I actually think it's okay to start looking for that guy's replacement. Yeah, I can understand it. I mean, there, so there's yes, nobody he has behind four him. years left on his deal and a lot of money. A, I think there are enough places to where if you think Jordan Love is the guy in a year and he sits behind him or two, I think Rodgers carries a name and an ability to where if he wants to keep playing, um, because I don't think he's got a no trade clause in his deal. He's got a lot of money, but I don't think he had no trade. I think it. I think plenty of franchises need a quarterback, and and I don't think they would have a problem trying to make it happen one time with him. Yeah, I, I do agree with you on that. Um, I it, it surprised me that they they used some, they had ten picks when the night started, and they used some of that draft capital to move up to get this pick. Right now, their reasoning behind that they said was, uh, or it's been reported one way or another, that they were worried that Indy was going to move up to get him. Yeah, and Indy never actually made the call to move up with any of the teams in front of Green Bay. So you didn't but really don't, have. But to. you don't know that when right, it's you don't know that you don't yeah. know that. No, 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 I know, I know. But but what I'm saying is, is. Do we think that Jordan Love was worth moving up in this draft for? And it's not up to us. Obviously, it's up to say, them. I, I don't. I don't know that that's a. None of us have done the homework on this kid to to make a, a definitive answer. Fans can believe what they want. I liked him from a perspective of if I wasn't going to get Burrow or Tua, he's the only quarterback left in this draft that I would even draft. Yeah. Out of all the rest of the guys that are going to get taken, he's it because. He's exactly what I want in a quarterback. I he, he's think, Patrick Mahomes 2.0. That's what I think. Like I I don't think I don't know that he's going to be that good. I think he is the boom or bust. Okay. That, that, that could that, be insanely that's productive. That's the logic that I want in my quarterback. I need to know when I throw you out there in 2 years of 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 game film, do you have it or do you not? Yeah. I can't I can't play this game where these guys kind of sit and linger and now the Titans have given Ryan Tannehill 50 million dollars for two years and you're thinking really like yeah. you is he that much better than Mariota like I just no. can't like he's way more available than Mariota has been <laughs> last year but you know I just don't want to live in that world I don't I mean don't, I don't forget Tannehill the rest of my team to be really good Tannehill also had always injuries. be a quarterback away yeah and that's that's the thing. Like, it, 
It, it it didn't make a whole lot of sense because, and it's so funny, on, on McAfee's show, they had Aaron Rodgers on for a long time. And they right. brought up, you know, what would you want in the draft? And he mentioned that it would be fun to get, like it would be kind of cool, his words, if they drafted a skill position guy because they have not drafted one since him. They haven't drafted a wide receiver in the first round since 2002. Like, that is insane. Uh, they, they've they never really gone after getting him a lot of help, and we talked about it on the show last night. And yeah, you can talk about Jordy Nelson, you can talk about uh, Adams, it, you know, you it, yes, we can talk about some of those guys. But they haven't made it a priority to help out that offense at all. The whole time that Rodgers has been there, it, it's kind of crazy when you go back and look at it. You know, you've got what everybody believes is one of the best quarterbacks maybe top five quarterback in, in NFL history as far as talent goes. Um, and you never really gave him any help. You know, it, he's only 36 years old. You were one game from a Super Bowl last year. They, they've they given him good defenses. They've given him good offensive lines. They've given him – they just haven't given him the toys. But once again, Tom Brady's made an entire career, and and he, he Agreed, had one year with Gronk and, and, uh, and Hernandez. Yeah. He had two years – with uh, Randy Moss, like, yeah. but that's it. He's played for twenty. I'm with you, but I, he's I don't think we're comparing the same where thing. Anybody has been half decent, very comparable. And trying to compare him of, to Tom Brady, I don't, I don't know, is necessarily fair. But here's the problem: we keep saying he doesn't have weapons in him. Weapons? How's he? Okay, so let's compare him to Russell Wilson. All right, Russell Wilson won a Super Bowl. And his weapons weren't any better than Aaron Rodgers has ever had. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers has never had a defense like like Wilson had. Oh, that's that, that's, that's just come that's on. just not true. That's just Man, not true. The it, year they won the Super Bowl, that defense was loaded. Yeah, they won a Super Bowl with it. The same way Russell Wilson won a Super Bowl with a loaded I, defense. Okay. I just said I'm comparing him to Russell Wilson. Yeah, it's, but it's, Russell Wilson is playing better with nothing than Rodgers is playing better with quote unquote nothing. And Adams is a better receiver than Russell Wilson's ever had ever. I'm just tired of the excuses. That's it. I'm I, just tired of them. I don't know that they're necessarily excuses, but I, you know, I do see where you're coming from. I get that that some teams are capable of winning, and obviously the Packers were one game for the Super Bowl last year. That's right. You know, and, That's and right. it wasn't. I don't know that it was necessarily the offense that had. You know, it, yeah, they had problems scoring against the 49ers. Everybody did, uh, other than you know the Saints. But you know, I, I don't know, I. I would have loved to have seen either some defensive line help because, I mean, the 49ers had 186 yards before contact running the ball. Yeah, but the Packers, before that game last year, the Packers' defense was one of the best defenses we have ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, Sean jumps in, by the way. That's the problem. So, Sean jumped in. I think he got in a little late. Uh, The Packers had no reason to trade up to get love. I get why they got him, though. Um, He wants to know uh, what we think of the Chargers taking Herbert. Uh, I mean, I, you needed a quarterback, so <laughs> he was the third one on the board. Like, I, I, I think it's fine. You know, you got to let him develop. Uh, as far as, you know, I, I don't think Herbert. But that's very the good. problem. That team's yeah. not ready for development. That team's ready to win now. Yeah, I, I, that, therein the lies the issue with the way the team is constructed and the team that drafted it. Yeah, they're not set up for the future. They're set up to win. Right, right now. now. So I don't think it was a good spot. Because they're going to come up to a point where all those guys are ready to get paid in the next year or two. Yeah. 
Uh, Fletchy jumped in. If you're one game away from a Super Bowl, why would you not try to get a player that will play immediately? I'm not. I'm not discrediting that. I once again, the pick was shocking. Okay, the pick caught me off guard, and I did not expect it at all. But I'm going to tell you, if I'm the front office and I heard that guy talking about, I've seen the 18th hole. I don't want to wait until he leaves. If he retires after next year and we didn't draft a quarterback, I don't want to wait and draft one once he's gone. Yeah, no, I, I understand I that. Understand. And you and I have agreed. There's a lot of talent left in this draft because they didn't take help for him in in pick one. It doesn't mean how many skill players come out of the third and fourth round. I mean, a lot, a lot. The issue is that they don't have another pick until pick number sixty-two. I mean, there's yeah, but we can make trade picks. They can get picks. They'll 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 make something happen. I yeah, mean, but and that's the thing. They they used some of that capital last night to move up to get this guy, and it's just, it's it's a shocking pick. Like it, it doesn't shocking. make on the surface it's it shocking. makes no sense, but they could look like the smartest people in the room if something happens with Rodgers and he just decides he doesn't want to if play. If he anymore gets hurt or, again, which he's done every year, yeah. If he gets hurt again, last year's the first time he's played sixteen games in a long time. Yeah. Who in, who was the in, guy from UCLA that uh that ended up having to play a few games? It just well, looked, Hun- Hunley. Hunley yeah, was Brett one Hunley. guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he was terrible. And yeah. he was just he was just awful. And if love comes in and love can play, then you then you find a new home for for Rodgers and you just say thanks, man. We appreciate it. But that'd be an amazing problem to have. You're the franchise that gets to go from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love if he's the guy that's got the goods. Yeah, no, you're you're right. I it, it was it was incredibly shocking. Um, but I mean they they could look like uh, geniuses when this is all said and done. Sean jumps in on Periscope. He said, where do you see Micah Pittman going? Uh, once you get into the second round, all bets are off. There, I, I got no idea. I got no idea where any of these guys are going to go at this point. Uh, I, I, I started looking at, at I can't, draft I, odds. There's just two, the two guys that didn't get drafted last night, I, I cannot fathom why or how when cornerbacks went like crazy and a ton of wide receivers. I don't know how T. Higgins didn't get drafted. We had six receivers get drafted, and T. wasn't one of them. That makes no sense to me. That, I, can't, I can't I can't. explain I think that. We had seven, actually, last night. Or seven. Holy shit. Then that's, yeah. that's ridiculous. That's insane. And and then the other the other side of that is um, I, I can't believe all the corners went. Safeties, safeties in the NFL actually can wreck a defense, okay, or wreck an offense. They, they can wreak havoc more than one cornerback can lock down a side of a field. Yeah. And I can't believe McKinney is still there. That's, yeah. that's it. Like that, I, I would imagine those, he'll be gone early. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about that, you know, at the end of the show when we talk about the uh, best players left on the board, et cetera. Let's go on and run through some of these other topics real quick. Hopefully everybody uh, fires back in. McKinnon jumped in on Facebook. He said, I'm alive, gents. That is definitely good. Uh, a lot of us were not feeling alive this morning when we got up. Uh, it was a long evening. And, uh, and we're glad everybody tuned in for uh, for that live show. It was a massive success. Uh, Joseph says, I thought Swift was going. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that. I don't know how many people had Clyde being the first running back off the board, but they would have made Nobody. a fortune. Nope, yeah. Nobody did. But I, mean, I would he, tell you the, report, the reports from Andy Reid and the GM of the GM had his guy, and he had Clyde. And Andy Reid had Clyde, and they didn't talk to each other. And they, when they talked, they said, who do you got? They both said their name. They're like, wow, what are the chances that we both like the same guy when, you know, that's not it. And so he calls Patrick and he asked Mahomes, give me a name. We're not going to tell you what we're leaning. I want to know your opinion. 
He said, "Gimme Clyde, hail to the Chiefs." Yeah, and that's it. Oh yeah, all th- all three of them wanted Clyde over everyone else. I, I I just think that that was something I was more proud about that than any of the LSU picks I had last night. Oh yeah, you you got a little emotional. It was uh, that it was one definitely that funny. one meant the most to me. <laughs> Mitchell it jumped really in, did. said uh, lots of talent left in the second round. Should be fun tonight. Yeah, we're uh, we're going to talk about that here in a minute. We're going to kind of fly through some of these other topics. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Um, first one up, little college basketball talk. Greg Brown commits to Texas. Now, he is a consensus top two recruit in the country. Uh, it, a lot of people have him ranked number one. Uh, he was l- choosing between Memphis and Texas. Shaka Smart nearly got fired last year. Still got a ton of money left on his contract with the financial struggles and whatnot that, uh, that are going on across this country in, in different universities. Um, I don't think he's going to be fired anytime soon. But this is a massive get for Texas. Uh, I, I think I think he helps lead them to an NCAA tournament this year. I think they're going to be really good. So I, I thought I thought college recruiting was supposed to be stopped during this whole pandemic. No, no, this is still like they are still in a signing period for college basketball right now. So it's okay. they're they're still not going to doubt. It's it's shut off for football, but not for basketball because this is this is the signing period. So, so they're going to continue to allow kids to make decisions and teams to call people even though you're not going to make visits. Yeah, pretty much. For now. That makes a lot of sense. For now. So, well, I mean, most of them made official visits during the season and, and stuff like that. So most of them have been, not even most, I would say 99% of them, uh, I would guarantee have already been on campus at the places that they're going to go to school. So this is not a massive problem right now now the longer this goes yeah probably a little probably a little bit of a problem but um I don't know Greg Brown going to Texas he's a Texas kid it not super surprising uh Michael jumps in on Twitch happy Friday fellas Joseph Gomez said if the pet uh if the pats load up in this round I am not going to be happy uh I think that's going to happen I think that's going to happen so we'll uh we'll go on and we'll move into a little more football talk here Laramie Tunsil Signed a big money extension for a short amount of time. It was what, like a sixty-something million dollar deal, forty yeah. plus of it guaranteed, and it's only a three-year deal, right? Three-year deal, sixty-six million dollars, and that's a lot of money. The two two years guaranteed. They gave up two first-round picks. This is the reason why trading for superstars is really hard. By the way, yeah is because when guys are franchised or coming up at the end of their deal, 
and their main team is trying to deal them. You can't give up the farm for that player because then you have to pay them on the back end too. You kind of, you got to pay out the nose twice. Yeah. And it's hard to do. It's why it doesn't happen very often. If players would just get to free agency faster, it would be better to keep those two first round draft picks, have Laramie Tunstall the year later. Um, but no, he, he got paid. It, the problem that Texans have right now is, is Laramie played great last year. The rest of that line was still shit. Yeah, and now they've paid so much, and there's such and a they have no hit. draft capital to go get anybody yeah. to help. But Laramie's going to be fine. They got a second rounder for Hopkins. I guess that's good. <laughs> when you look at the fact that Diggs cost a first round, like I, I can't eat. I, Khalil Mack cost two first round picks, and DeAndre Hopkins they got a second rounder from the Cardinals. Like, get out of my face with that crap. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Hey, Let's they got uh, David Johnson, too, though. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I'm not even going to talk about it. I'm not even going to talk about it. Um, Let's talk about UFC 249 right quick. They are hosting 249 on May 9th in Jacksonville, Florida. Now, we all know what the lineup is going to be. It's uh, Cejudo against uh, Cruz. It is... Gaethje versus Ferguson. It's it's going to be a massive card. Cowboy Cerrone is fighting Showtime Pettis. You got uh you got Greg Hardy on the on the card. You got all kind of stuff, right? Uh, Nunez is not fighting on this one, by the way. So the fact that they're doing it in Jacksonville, not surprising because Florida is opening back up. They're not going to have any fans, but it's at like the Memorial Auditorium or Memorial Coliseum, whatever it is in Jacksonville. They're going to host it there, and then. Fight Island, they announced, will be ready for business in June. So they're going to start having fights there the next month, and they're they're putting the octagon on the beach. That is incredible to me. Now, the other side of this is, eh, I. What 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 happens in like bad weather? What happens if a storm rolls up? Like what? You know, I'm curious if they're going to have something over the top of them. I'm, you know, all of these different things. But open air on the beach sounds fantastic. What I could see happening is, like, is it possible that they could pre-record stuff the way that WWE does? Like, I, I mean, I guess you could get away with it. I'm going to bet they don't do that. I'm going to guess they don't as well. But this is an interesting development. But when they announced it today, I thought, this is interesting. I mean, and, we've gotten pretty good at predicting the weather. It, it's yeah. it's not like it's that hard to do. Yeah, and yeah, and but, if they but, have an indoor facility and an outdoor facility, it could be a situation where if it's nice, we're going to do it on the beach. And if it's not, we're going to move inside. It's the same thing you do if you have a wedding and you're planning for an outside wedding. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about the fact that I mean, they it's not like he's facility. only going to have an indoor fa- outdoor facility. Yeah. He's going to build something where he's got an indoor place. Now, you're a... Uh, you're dead on about that. All right, so we've got some more questions in, and and this is the time for us to jump in and discuss uh, the NFL draft rounds two and three. Give a little bit of a preview, a little bit of an idea of what's going to go on tonight. Uh, first thing, Sean on Periscope, is there anybody left that you are shocked is still there? Yeah, we talked about that earlier. McKinney, uh, maybe maybe Diggs. 
Denzel Mims, I don't think we like. That's not a super surprise. Higgins Swift. and and, and McKinney are the two that yeah. were first rounders. And uh, Ezra Cleveland, and, maybe uh, Ross Blacklock. Uh, you know, I mean, but some of those these are the you only two figured. that I'm shocked. The answers who was shocked? I'm, those are the only two I'm shocked. Yeah, same here. Same here. Like none of these. If you really go and and dig into them, um, none of them are super surprising, especially if they go early second round. Uh, but McKinney, you would think he would. You would think he would have been a first rounder. Um, the fact that so Higgins. many secondary players got picked and he didn't, and the fact yeah. that so many receivers got picked and T didn't, doesn't make any sense to me. It just. Yeah. I think a lot of teams made a lot of mistakes last night. Yeah, I, I do. I really agree. do. I, I, I'm a believer of this, and maybe we can find a way to do this once this draft is over with, and and we've got some slow times. I'm a believer at looking backwards at drafts. I like to look back three years. I like to look back five years. And actually, because when this thing's over with, we're going to give everybody grades and we're going to say, oh, I think this team did good. I think this team did bad. But really when we're going to tell is three years. And and five is a little bit of a stretch, but you can get a big picture idea of did these guys last that long or not. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, Joseph Gomez jumped in. Do you remember when the WCW took over the beach way back in the day? It was a little cheesy. Yeah, totally remember that. And it, it was a lot of fun. So I, I thought it was fine. Uh, Michael jumped in on Twitch. He said, more shocked that uh, Rager went before Mims. Uh, that didn't surprise me very much at all. Mims looks like he has all the tools. He is uh, a physical specimen. But if you go look at his dropped percentage, it is really, really high. I mean, he, he is way down the list. Uh, as far as rankings for these receivers go, so I, it makes sense to me that Mims would have dropped. Um, let's see. Uh, he also asked about uh, Gary. Do we hear Gibson to Denver tonight? Heard some local Colorado guys talking about him in the third. I think third might be a little early. I, I don't think you would have to go that high for him. I I just I don't see it. He he didn't do a lot at Memphis until the second half of his senior year. Like, I, I just don't think there's enough film on him that anybody's going to reach super high, maybe in the fourth round, maybe fifth round. Um, but I, I do think Denver can can get him in the fourth round. So, uh, McKinnon jumped in. He said, uh, Epinesa, or however it's spelled, was supposedly a first-round pick for the Falcons a few weeks ago, but we saw how that went. Uh, Epinesa's combine really hurt him. He, he did not measure well whatsoever. But A.J. Epinesa from Iowa... Uh, he will be a steal for whoever ends up getting him. I think he will end up going tonight in the second round. He's um, he's a beast, man. I mean, he just a, a sack getter is what he is. He's he's unbelievable. Uh, other names that are on the board, you know, we talked about Xavier McKinney, uh, DeAndre Swift from Georgia, Ezra Cleveland from Boise State, Ross Blacklock from TCU, J.K. Dobbins, Antoine Winfield, T. Higgins, A.J. Epinesa, Yeter Gross Matos, Jonathan Taylor, Grant Delpit, Zach Bond, Josh Jones, Trayvon Diggs. There's there's a lot of dudes. A lot of dudes left on the board and a lot of talent. Uh, Michael Pittman, you know, he is on ESPN's big board. He's the 17th best pro- uh, prospect left. He will probably go tonight. Denzel Mims is 20. Uh, you, you got dudes. I mean, that like, some of these guys are first-round talents. And they will 100% go this evening it's going to be fun to watch. Is there anything that you are looking forward to, Chris? I mean, I mean, I'm just, I'm just curious to see where T falls. I'm curious to see where McKinney falls, and then the running backs. I, you know, I, I like Taylor. I like Dobbins. 
and and I'm I'm curious to see where they end up landing. My Pats right now have two picks in the second round. Will they take one? Will they take either of them? God, I don't know. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. I don't know about any of this stuff. I, you know, I'm excited. I'm gonna watch. Yeah. I'm very I'm very much interested. I like that we have something that resembles normal life in sports. I appreciate it. Um, I think it's interesting that there was a lot of people before the draft started talking about, now these are the same people that hate on the NFL all the time, and they kind of hate on a lot of sports. They're just not sports fans. And they say, oh, well, this is a this is like the optics of this is really bad. Like people are still locked in their houses. People are struggling. People are starving. People are this, people are that. I can't believe you're going to do this. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yes, we're all locked in. Please give us something live to watch. Yes, 100%. 100%. You know, I, like not having this. I could understand if you were worried about it from a preparation standpoint. But how is but, the optics for this any different than the optics for UFC? I just don't get well, it. UFC knows that, like, the optics are bad, and they don't care. They don't give a flip. No, no, no. Um, but UFC canceled an event because of optics. They, they canceled... Three, four four events but no, so far. One specific event well, one, yeah, was one specific, planned, yeah. and they were going to go forward with it, and ESPN said no, but ESPN says we're going to do this. I, I just don't understand it. Yeah, I, I, I'd see where you're coming from. You know, I... I'm glad we have it. I yeah. just don't... I don't get the reason. I need better... Lot, I'm a man of logic and reasoning. I need better reasoning than optics. If you yeah. give me science... If you tell me it's unsafe, if you tell me we can't do it, it's different. But if you can tell me we've tested all these 16 fighters, now they're going to go and we're going to have eight fights and everybody's going to be fine, I don't understand how that's a problem. Yeah. And, and I it's, don't care that people don't like the optics. And it's same with the uh, with the optics uh, regarding the NFL draft. It, nobody was around each other. You know, everybody was in their homes with their families and they had a, a video camera set up. You know, where they could talk, you know, people could see them and see when they get picked. You know, they've got the GMs and the coaches and whatnot in their homes with their families. Like, it wasn't like anybody was out at some massive event. I thought the event went off without a hitch. I thought it was awesome, incredibly well done, especially considering the circumstances. Uh, I don't think there was anything about bad optics last night. I think that is just people complaining. It was before for the sake of complaining. Before yeah, no, no, no. the draft, I, everybody was worried about the optics of all the, you know, we're going to have this thing and people are starving and people are dying. and people. I'm not downplaying those things, but at some point in time, we have yeah. to have some kind of life. People are starving and dying. I'm not saying we need dying. to open up. Look, I'm not a doctor. I'm not yeah. an economist. I'm not that. But this is television, damn it. Yeah, people are starving and dying every day, even before the pandemic. Like, just because something bad is happening to somebody somewhere does not mean that we shouldn't have an event that was already scheduled that brings so much hope and so much you know belief uh, to so many people. Like last night was a a massive you Do know they have four or five hours. Yet? Or oh it, yeah, are we yeah. Gonna, it's it gonna was, be a couple of days before we get real. Numbers. It was it was over sixteen million for ESPN. Yeah. I mean, it was just massive. That's uh, huge. Uh, it went up thirty seven percent over last year. Uh, it set an all-time record. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's it's insane. Jeez. Yeah, Jeez. it is massive. Uh, Michael Fritz jumped in. He said, I uh, would love to see Jeremy Chin, Atwater's nephew in Denver. Yeah, I, that'd be a lot of fun, especially for uh, for legacy's sake. Uh, Joseph Gomez jumps in. UFC didn't cancel it. Disney canceled it due to the Democrats running California. 
Uh, Florida just doesn't care about optics and a Republican, so it's going along party lines, sadly. Uh, yeah, but Disney runs this draft. That's my thing is if if one yeah. has bad optics, how does the other one not have bad optics? I just – anyway, I'm glad we got it. I'm not bitching about that, but I'm a, I'm, I don't like the logic of last week it was we couldn't do something – this and now week we it's okay to do this. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Michael jumps in. He said, have a great weekend, guys. Thanks for the coverage last night. It was really entertaining. Michael, we appreciate you for jumping in. Everybody else for jumping in as well. Uh, I think I think Michael jumped the gun. I think we're going to go ahead and uh, and run out of here. We've we've been rolling for 30 minutes. It is a Friday. I, uh, I do have to go get my son uh, from the other room and whatnot. So we are going to go ahead and file out. Um, Chris, is there anything that we need to hit before the draft this evening? Nope, that's it, brother. That is it. All right, we will be back with you guys on Monday. Uh, this has been a fun week. Chris, I, I think this has been our uh, most, uh, how about this, most uh, satisfying week in, in quite some time. Uh, it was nice to get live sports back. It was nice to get something entertaining back. Um, hopefully more of you will join in with us as we continue on. It was a massive success last night. Thank you again to everybody that joined in And if there's nothing else, uh, we will see you all again on Monday. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at ChrisBGiannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.